This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Amy Davidson, who has just released her debut single, Carry On, which sounds like this. She also has an episode for Live in Sydney coming out on the 14th of November is on Facebook and YouTube so check out her Facebook in the description of the episode to see that when it comes out but let's just jump straight into the chat with Amy Davidson. All right so we have Amy Davidson with us. How are we doing today Amy? Yeah good. I'm ha- how are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, thanks for doing thanks for doing the pod. It's No um, worries. Good to, good to have you on. Uh, I guess we should start by talking about your your debut single, which is, I think when this episode's out, it's been out for a few days. I'm pretty yeah. horrible with dates. so um, Yeah, it's coming out October 31st. So right now it's going to be out in six days, but yeah, it'll be out. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, anyone who wants to listen to it, they can already listen to it. As I said, it's your debut single. How did the song come about, I guess? So I wrote the song just over two years ago now with my friend Brian. He wrote the melody. We actually met in a songwriting class and we wrote it together within like an hour of meeting each other, um, which Mm -hmm. was crazy. And then the song just over the last two years has kind of evolved. And then Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this year, we talked about recording it and putting it out. And um, this is going to be a debut single for both of us um so we've never put anything out before but yeah um it's evolved a lot since the day that we wrote it and yeah it's it's turned out better than I expected to be honest yeah very nice and so with the the way that's evolved that's kind of been a a um arrangement kind of thing is that right yeah yeah um so it started out with um me singing and Brian playing the piano and then a few months ago when we decided to record, uh, we got a band involved. We got a bunch of us from the same uni. Uh, all of us got together and, um, yeah, we smashed it out in one day, recorded the nice. whole song, did like a like 10-hour session in the studio or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it turned out really great. Yeah, nice. When you were in the, the studio, was there, from what you had going in, did that change at all while you were in the studio or was the arrangements already kind of figured out by the time you were in the studio? The arrangement was pretty much figured out before we got in there. In terms of a couple of things that we added in here and there, um, Daniel Natoli, who um, recorded and mixed the track um, at A-Sharp Recording Studio, he had some ideas that we ended up incorporating and Mm -hmm. he was really helpful during the production process as well. So um, we ended up taking a few ideas from him as well. And there was lots of little things um, vocally as well, lots of different harmonies and things like that that we hadn't thought about before we went in and it just kind Mm -hmm. of evolved throughout the day. And, yeah, I feel like everyone had some sort of input 
So yeah, totally. You mentioned A Sharp, which um, I was also in recently. Fun place. Um, first time yeah. I'd been there. Not sponsor of the show yet, so um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not advertising them. Yeah, this sounds sponsored. Hey. <laughs> yeah. We're like, how good is A Sharp? Yeah, yeah. This is all a all a con. None of you're not even a real musician. You're just no. you're just a a person from A Sharp trying to get people. No, but um, something I found funny in there, the one plaque that they've got on the wall for um the successful song to come from the studio, the Teletubby song. I don't know oh, if yeah. you saw that. <laughs> and I found it funny that just like different studios, they got plaques over the wall, and their big one is Teletubbies. Yeah, and that was pretty funny. Yeah, so just I, I, I spent a lot, a lot of time during my breaks just going through that chart. And at first I was thinking, okay, this must be some kind of children's chart because it's like Teletubbies, then it's got like Spice Girls a little bit further down and then Barbie Girl. And I'm thinking, okay, okay, children's chart. I didn't, know, I didn't really know that was a thing. And then I kept going down and then number like 26 is the prodigy smack my bitch up. I was like, <laughs> what a what. What a turn of events. I didn't see that. <laughs> that escalated quickly from Teletubbies. Yeah, it's the most wild chart I've ever seen in my life. And um, I should make my way through it, see what else is in there. I remember the James Bond theme in there as well, kind of right around the 80s. But, yeah, it's a fun studio, not not a sponsor of the show. Yeah. But if they, if they want to sponsor the show, they're, they're free to. I'm, yeah, I'm open that, to taking money. That would be great. That was your, your first time in... In any studio, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is it something that you found natural being in there? You you kind of got a handle of it quickly, if that makes sense? Uh, yeah, it seemed pretty natural. I think it helped that um, the musicians I was working with were friends of mine and we'd all worked <clears> together <throat> before. So it was comfortable in that sense. And, um, yeah, I guess it it took maybe like a couple of takes to really get into it, especially at first for me, like adjusting levels and things. Like I had a hard time hearing myself at the beginning because um, right. I recorded my vocals with the band. I didn't overdub or anything like that. Okay, so yeah. that took some getting used to, but yeah, it was, it was fine. Once we got into it, yeah. I don't know if you've done any kind of home demos as well. I think you have, but um, do you get used to the kind of your voice coming back at you? Is that something you're used to? Or is it still kind of weird? Yeah, it's still kind of weird because um, you imagine that you sound a certain way when you're performing live or you're just like singing to yourself or whatever. And then you listen back to a recording of yourself. And I remember when I first started getting into music production and recording stuff just in my room at home, I was like, is that really what I sound like? <laughs> like it takes a while to get used to it because like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not like it's bad, but you just you didn't think you sounded like that, if that makes right. any sense. And yep, it sounds totally. different with different mics as well. And, yeah, yep. that took some getting used to. And, like, sometimes when you don't do that well, like during the editing process, it's, like, a bit cringy. like, listening back to yourself, you're like, oh, okay, could have done that better. But, yeah, yeah always. I'm used to it now. But. Nice. Yeah, always always criticising yourself. It's just the... The tiniest little things that no, no one even cares about except for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we all do it. Like just those little details we beat ourselves up and other people are like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Like I wouldn't have even heard yeah. that if you didn't tell me. So. Yeah. Yeah. So with this this song, uh, Carry On, you've also done a music video. Yeah. When's that coming out? So that's coming out November 2nd. So the song will be out Saturday, October 31st on Halloween. 
which was an oh, accident, nice. by the way, <laughs> setting it to that date. And then a friend yeah. of mine recently was like, oh, was that like deliberate setting it for the 31st? I was like, no, why? She's like, that's Halloween. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, damn. Um, so it comes out on the Monday after, so on November 2nd. So comes okay. out two days yeah. after the single's out. Yeah, people will be able to check that out as well. That'll be out by the time this podcast's out. But um, yeah. how was that making the music video for you? It was really fun. I think that was like the hi- the highlight on working on this whole song was um, right. the music video shoot. We did it over three days and um, I shot it with Tree Oak Films. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they, they did a great job. Like I came to them with just like a basic concept for what I wanted for the music video and they kind of like really helped put it all together and um, it was great to do a bit of acting as well. Mm-hmm. I hadn't done acting in a while and working with other actors as well and getting a bunch of people involved in the project. That was really cool. And um, the day itself, like for the first shoot day, we rented an apartment and then we, it was kind of like a big party basically. And um, it didn't even feel like we were filming. It was just kind of like a film crew, just like filming us talking and having fun. And yeah, it was it was really cool. And I've, I've seen some sneak peeks of footage and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm really excited for it to come out. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Keen to see that as well. Um, so you said you've done some acting kind of before that video. Is that kind of just doing short films, that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, so when I finished high school, I actually went into acting first right? because I, I got into music pretty late. The school that I went to, we didn't have music as a subject. So, um, oh. Yeah, I did drama like through most of high school and then went to drama school and then met these guys who now own Tree Oak Films, the production company, Mm -hmm. and um, we used to go to drama school together and that's kind of how I knew them. During that time, I did like some short films, some student productions, some theatre stuff, but never had any like paid gigs as an actor or anything. Um, Yeah, I've been out of it for a few years, but it it was fun to get into it and like write my own script as well. I hope you're enjoying the chat so far. Just wanted to break it up as always to let you know if you wanted to check out Amy's debut single, Carry On. You can find it wherever you buy or stream music. So check that out. And you should also follow her on her socials, which I've linked in the description of the episode. If you wanted to keep up to date with everything she's doing, including her episode of Live in Sydney coming out on the 14th of November. And while you're over on the socials, you can check out the socials for Life on Music. I've linked everything down in the description of the episode if you wanted to check it out. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But let's jump back into the chat with Amy. I just want to talk a bit about your background. You said you you started music kind of late. How old were you when you started doing music? Well, I've been singing since I was a little kid, like four or five, like performing live. So I was always performing but didn't know any music theory wasn't writing any original music. I was just doing covers. I did singing lessons for a bit. I started when I was 11. So I was always singing and performing. But um, apart from that, didn't play 
an instrument, didn't know anything about music production or anything like that. So I only really started getting into it and taking it seriously after high school. I only started writing songs like three or four years ago now. So yeah, right. Yeah, it's still pretty new to me, but it's one of those things like once you start, you can't stop doing it. So yeah. Did you kind of fall into songwriting easy easily? I think writing lyrics came really naturally to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I hear the opposite from musicians, like friends that I've worked with, written songs with, like they always say like um, writing lyrics is the hardest part. But for me, I really struggled with arranging and coming up with melodies and stuff. But so my right. songs would start more like poetry at, at first, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, sometimes I'd write all the lyrics for a song and then I'd come up with a melody and the title and things like that. So now that I've kind of, gotten into a flow with songwriting and I'm getting into music production as well. I find that songs come easier to me now mm-hmm. and um, it's a lot more structured. Like back when I wrote Carry On and I was really just getting into songwriting, sometimes I'd have six months where I'd have a dry spell, I'd come up with nothing. And then out of nowhere, I'd get like a dream at 3am or something and I'd have an yeah. idea for a whole song out of nowhere and I'd wake up and be like, I've got to get this down before I forget it. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes there's moments like that where it all comes back to you and then it's like, you know, on and off. But recently, I think especially since, you know, recording in the studio for for the first time and, you know, shooting a music video, the excitement of that, I've just been writing more and more songs. Like it's just like coming out of me now, you know, like um, so I think just now that I'm in that momentum, yeah. I just, I can't stop writing songs. You know, I just want to turn everything into, into a song. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure that will like fade out soon. So I want to make the most of it while I can. So yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, uh, just comes in waves, I suppose. Yeah, um, true. With your influences, I was, I was reading just kind of a list of influences you had somewhere. I was kind of surprised how wide they were. So you would have stuff like um, I read Billie Eilish and Amy Winehouse, stuff like that. But you also had like Foo Fighters, which Foo Fighters, yeah. they, they live in my room. Um, yeah. Nirvana and like stuff like that as well. Do you, do you think you'll ever write anything kind of more, more that rocky side or um, even more poppy than what um, ca- um, Carry On is? Yeah, I'd really love to do that. Um, I'd love to mix genres as well. So right now, like any of the songs that I put out, they're mostly pop ballads, like just kind of like the style of Carry On, but I really want to branch out and do more, you know, rock music and more pop music and just a bunch of different genres. Um, And I think I'm still trying to find my sound as well. Like I have so many different influences. Um, If someone asked me now what my genre was exactly, I wouldn't be able to say because I feel like it's so many different things. So, yeah, you can expect to hear some different stuff from me in the future. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I kind of feel, I think I, I talked about, about this a bit on last week's episode, but there's, I think people don't really care that much about genre anymore. It's just like whatever's, whatever's good is good. Yeah. So I think it's kind of, you, you see a lot, a lot of albums at the moment kind of that just don't really stick to one genre yeah, they're very popular albums, so I think it's sometimes it's just the way to go. Yeah. Uh, something else I wanted to touch on was you mentioned Carry On was written a few years ago um, now and you kind of continued to be writing since then. 
do you ever feel like with your songs and like the recording of them you're kind of playing catch up since it's kind of your earlier earlier releases if that makes any sense playing catch up like how do you mean like um so so obviously you got newer songs so you're um but you want to kind of get these older songs out that maybe don't really represent what you're writing at the moment and where you're at that kind of thing yeah yeah I kind of feel like that with the songs I've written in the past you know I'm only now just starting to release them but I feel like that's not who I am as an artist anymore 100% um I feel like my style has evolved a lot since then and the music I'm putting out now since it's older it doesn't really represent the sound I want to be like known for later on so Mm -hmm. um yeah I kind of do feel like I'm playing catch up a bit so I kind of feel like it's going to be surprising like the new wave of stuff that I put out it's going to be really different I think from what people are hearing of me now so yeah 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 it should be interesting so is there anything else after carry on that you're you're working towards any kind of EP or anything like that so right now I'm making plans to record my next single called Pretend, uh, which mm-hmm. I wrote with Brian as well. Again, it's like a it's like a pop ballad, but kind of mixed with R and B and soul. So it's a little okay. different to carry on, but it's kind of in that same vein. And um, that's going to be my next single. In terms of an something bigger like an EP or anything, I haven't thought that far ahead yet because okay, yep. I've got a few other songs that are ready to be recorded but it's such a random mix of genres and styles like it doesn't really go together so in terms of like a release plan or anything I don't I don't know how I'm gonna like make that work or when to release what so yeah just my next single and that will probably be out in in March okay yeah yeah. right on keen to hear that as well something else I know about you is your you at the moment I think you're studying music is that right yeah um so I'm doing a bachelor of music at Macquarie Uni mm-hmm. next year is going to be my last year of that and um right now I'm I'm majoring in music production so mm-hmm. um nice. I've got a couple of big assessments coming up just before I finish this semester and um that's all like music production pro tools Ableton so I'm kind of like in, in full production mode right now Right on. How is that doing the more production side? Has that affected your songwriting at all? Yeah, definitely. It's it's made things a lot easier, especially since my voice is my main instrument. Like getting to work with virtual instruments and things like that and all of that stuff that like working on a door opens up to you. It's improved my songwriting a lot. It's I'm I'm able to be a lot more versatile because you know, I try playing a bunch of different instruments, but it's hard when your voice is your main instrument. So mm-hmm. um, being able to work like with virtual instruments and stuff in music production, that's helped my songwriting heaps, I think. And it's, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's um, maybe a good place to wrap it up for today. Um, thanks, um, thanks for coming on the show and looking forward to whatever it is you're, you've got coming up and yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Thanks for listening and thank you to Amy for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Amy's debut single, Carry On, wherever you buy or stream music and check out her socials as well as the socials for Life on Music 
which are all linked in the description of the episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.